Briefly, we want to let you know that you'll find the most current legislative updates at the end of this program and after the presentations. My name is John Beetham, a friend of Vance, and the men and women who serve our nation deserve our support today, tomorrow, and always. Visit Vance today at vanc.me. This was recorded on December 5th, 2022 at the first Monday meeting, and this is episode 18 with Quentin Hufford, Director of North County Donor Engagement. You can get a hold of him at the show notes where you'll find a website and a phone number to get in touch with them at. Very good. Our second speaker will be Quinton Hufford. He, uh, he works with the North County campus of San Diego Rescue Mission. Uh, I apologize that the video is uh, down uh, this day, but we're all going to do the best that we can. That's it. And please welcome Quinton. Thank you, everybody. As uh, your agenda might say, it's uh, Tim Izagiri uh, is the executive director of the site up here, uh, but he was not able to make it today, so he asked me to speak in his stead, and I'm happy to do so. Uh, and I wanted to just start off by saying about 50 years ago, my grandparents moved here to Oceanside after um, my grandfather served in the Navy and retired, uh, and so that's what brought all the Huffords here, and they're still right here on Maxon Street. My my parents graduated Oceanside High, now Camino High, uh, respectively, and believe it or not, they got together. Uh, and then, <laughs> even though I was brought up here in San Marcos in North County, it, it's uh, just really... It's really exhilarating to be able to work with such a huge issue as homelessness uh, in our own backyard. And so my wife and I live in Vista with our four children, seven, five, three, and two. So that keeps us uh, quite quite busy uh, most of the time that I'm not working here. Um, but I am the North County representative for the San Diego Rescue Mission, uh, so I'm a great point of contact if you want to know anything more about the new Oceanside Navigation Center that's being brought in, any of our Oceanside efforts, but or even want to get more interested in what's happening downtown. I thought today I might be able to help just fill in some gaps about what the San Diego Rescue Mission is and does, and then talk quite a bit about what we're doing here in North County as we expand into the area. Uh, I'm sure that you all felt this, but I think homelessness is probably one of our, I'd say it's probably our number one crisis in the county of San Diego. Um, we actually at the rescue mission have been saying, referring to it more as a humanitarian crisis, even more so than a homeless crisis or, or even an issue. Um, and I had a great picture here of a big giant building, uh, about a 100,000 square foot facility in the south end of Bankers Hill. Uh, that's our, that's our primary operation at the San Diego Rescue Mission. We offer a year-long holistic rehabilitation and recovery program. And so we exist within this gap of unhoused and housed. What we want to do is to help each individual work on themselves physically, spiritually, mentally, so that not only can they survive on the outside, they can actually thrive. And they can be sober, they can work, and they can have a housing arrangement that is appropriate for them. Uh, in our 70 years of experience at the mission, uh, we've noticed um, some of these common reasons for homelessness, which may or may not be a surprise to you. One being losing a job or losing a loved one. 
uh, the rising rent prices, I think we've all felt uh, here in Southern California, uh, health issues or battles with addiction. Uh, I'd also include behavioral health or mental health issues as well as a rising issue in our area. Or even struggling as a single parent, just trying to trying to make ends meet. Um, you may or may not have been in the position where you're a paycheck away. I know Chuck and I were just chatting before uh, we talked that some folks are just this close, right? And I could even share that I've been I felt that close to living um, homeless in some cases. In our downtown facility, we offer um, five major areas to help our hurting neighbors. One, we offer emergency services. So we have an overnight women's and Women's and Women's with Children Shelter, one of the only drop-in facilities um, in the city of San Diego. We offer a year-long residential program. Uh, it's long-term care uh, that's focused on uh, job readiness, housing solutions, but also uh, spiritual and mental well-being. We have one of the only licensed children's preschools in all of San Diego for kids experiencing homelessness ages two to five to help them be equipped to thrive in a school setting. Uh, we have a Partners for Hunger Relief program. Last year we saved Rescued and rehabilitated about 3 million pounds of food in the year alone. We've used that to feed all 1,000 meals of our site downtown each and every day, but we also repackage all the leftovers from grocery stores and other food outlets to serve to other, another 30 to 40 nonprofit organizations throughout San Diego. And then last, uh, we are involved quite heavily in community outreach and trying to engage the community in helping uh, our neighbors experience homelessness. Since COVID, uh, one of the few nice things to come out of COVID has been a new vision uh, for the rescue mission. We've always been available to all of San Diego County, but you may or may not have actually ever known that. And so we have felt that we need to play offense a bit more and get out into the county to try to offer services throughout North County, South County, East County, and use that as an opportunity to filter into our downtown program. Uh, so that's actually the reason why I'm here today is that I get to be a North County representative uh, in our first expansion project of Operation Navigation, which is our Oceanside Navigation Center. And these navigation centers, we've got uh, the Ocean Shores facility uh, here in Oceanside. Uh, the next one is in South County, will offer us a 162-bed uh, transitional facility in the city of National, in National City. And then we're actually finalizing with uh, the city mayor in El Cajon and their council uh, to approve a building that's going to be similar here to Oceanside. I'm going to skip. Well, no, skip approach. Uh, so about last year, point in time counts estimated maybe 20,000 people experiencing homelessness in all of San Diego County. That's a big number. Uh, but we are building a system at the rescue mission to engage with as many folks as we can. The first step being strategic outreach. Uh, we want to engage with people where they're at. The second being these navigation centers, transitional centers, shelters that we can offer to get folks off the streets immediately. We have Mission Academy, which is our year-long program. And then that feeds into graduation, which we host twice a year. It's a Super Bowl event of the San Diego Rescue Mission. We get to watch folks walk across the stage, have a completed the program, and enter, re-enter um, as a thriving citizen. And then we have an alumni ambassador program, about 100 and nearly 200 people we've helped through the mission that are helping us now connect with others. Here at the Oceanside Navigation Center, um, I mean, quick show of hands. Everybody's ever heard about the transitional shelter that's coming to Oceanside? 
No. All right. All right. So uh, about two years, let's see, about two years ago, the San Diego Rescue Mission merged with the Bread of Life Rescue Mission. Uh, Bread of Life's been here in Oceanside, a staple here in Oceanside, down on Apple Street for the last 20 years. Uh, we had a lot of the same vision, same values, so we decided to merge. So the San Diego Rescue Mission acquired the Bread of Life Rescue Mission. And what we were not really sure of at that time was that the opportunity the city of Oceanside was going to be able to present, which was trans transitioning the Ocean Shores Continuation High School at the at, um, Oceanside Boulevard, now Camino Real, into a full-time permanent transitional shelter to help in the crisis that we have here at Oceanside. And so we were able to win that bid. So the San Diego Rescue Mission is an operator, will be the operator of the Oceanside Navigation Center. Uh, but the city is the one that's taking care of all furnishing and all renovation of the project. Uh, it's their building, we'll lease it once it's completed. Uh, the Oceanside Navigation Center is about a 12,300 square foot transitional shelter. We'll open with 50 beds available for men, for women, for men with children, for women with children, for families. It'll be a dormitory style bed arrangement with bunks. So while we will open with 50 beds, we'll actually have a capacity for up to 100. And I want to put that into some perspective. Uh, in North County alone, I think we've got overnight emergency shelter beds. I think 99 was the last count that I had. We have Interfaith in, in Escondido. We've got La Posada in Carlsbad. It's less than 100 shelter beds available for overnight emergency services. And so we'll actually be able to double that in time once we are rocking and rolling with the city. Um, folks will get experience to nourishing meals, hot showers, laundry services, we're going to contract with Meals on Wheels uh, for our, our meals on site. And the only mandate is that they have weekly case management. So we believe in not handing out. We want to help up, right? And so we want to help these folks navigate the system, connect with resources that they need to thrive on the outside. And we want to be a place that they don't stop. We're a part of the flow, right? Come to us. We'll help you for 30 days, 45 days. We'll get you on to the next best step. Two minutes. Thank you. Uh, on your sheet here, it has fall of 23 opening. We're actually estimated the spring of 2023 opening. Uh, city got a bunch of money from the county. They put in, uh, which in, actually in, increased the scope of the project. Uh, so we're looking at about March or April of 23 being op open and operational. In the meantime, though, we're not sitting on our hands. I want to be the first to say that we... At the San Diego Rescue Mission, we're actually the operator of the motel voucher program for the city of Oceanside. So Tim Zagiri actually is there. So he's working with advocates. We're working with folks that are experiencing homelessness right now. That will be the same program that transitions into the Navigation Center. We have a mobile shower trailer that's active three days a week at three different locations. It's a great resource if you encounter someone experiencing homelessness to point them to our mobile shower trailer. I can get you more information on that um, as needed. But it's a great opportunity just to have a little bit of dignity, have hot shower, have something to eat, and just connect with people. Um, I have a map too. See, I'm not going to show that. Uh, another one of our outreach programs is a Walk With Me program. It's a one-on-one -on -one mentorship program where someone from the community, some, any one of us, is paired with a student or a guest, and they walk together for a year, just getting to experience life together, because we believe in giving someone a really experience that is a step above where they're coming from. And I got stats. Uh, I've got a few stats. Um, 
Last year, we served about 310,000 meals, rescuing about 3.2 million pounds of food. We gave, we provided 70,000 nights of shelter for men, women, and children. 12,000 hygiene kits were passed out. Um, about 34, about 35,000 hours of early childhood education for preschool children. 50% of our emergency shelter guests were connected to longer-term care and housing. And 140,000 hours of job training were provided. But at the end of the day, we want to be known for two things. One, how many folks we got off the streets immediately, and how many we got off the streets forever. And so that's what we at the Rescue Mission want to be known for. So thank you for your time today. Question. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so, of all, one of our programs actually most recently recently has been an alumni ambassador program, and we have, we've actually reconnected with about two hundred of our folks that have gone through our program recently. Um, Sixty percent. Uh, employed, about 80% are connected with a larger support community and housed, and I think about the 70s were sober. And so we're actually working out every day to connect with each alumni just to track, because I agree with you, the best success rate is what happens a year out, what happens five years out, what happens 10 years out, and we are more connected than ever with our alumni program uh, than we are today. So thank you for sharing that. Mm, solutions, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. We do. Everything is data-driven at the rescue mission. I'd say our, our hardest part of our year-long program is the first two to three months. It's the biggest environment change, the biggest structure change. That's why we're seeing about a 55%, 60% success rate in the first three months. But of all those folks that stay, we're seeing about an 85 to 90% success rate of people that are graduating, sober, employed, and um, housed. Uh, yes? All right. So right out the gate, we'll operate with about 16 staff. Two of those will be full-time advocates or case managers. So they'll split the site, about 25 people per. Um, we are considering hiring a third maybe advocate just to kind of provide some relief uh, in that area. Uh, but yeah, it's about, on average, it's about 20 to 25 uh, caseload of the rescue mission. And then my second question is, what is your, just a brief, look at what Uh, so I'd say it's two very different requirements depending on whether you're talking about our year-long program down south or the shelter that's going to be active up here. Uh, for our downtown program, it's, it is considered a high-barrier program. Uh, so because we are a faith-based organization, we actually do not take any government funding for what we do uh, across the board, uh, but they have to subscribe to quite a bit to operate downtown. Now, here in Oceanside, we'll actually be considered a low-barrier uh, shelter, uh, which means you can come, you can come high, but you're not going to be able to use on-site. Uh, you can come in pretty much any any state or condition um so we don't have any rose-colored glasses on we know that we're going to be 
uh, working with some folks that probably don't want to be here um, because of the city of Oceanside collaboration. They might be dropped off by the Oceanside Police Department homeless outreach team. They'll have to be referred by the Housing Commission or one of the, uh, these other partners. Um, but we're going to work with you. We're going to love you for the 30 days, 45 days we have you and try to connect you with that be next best resource. Hopefully that answers your question. Oh, excuse me. A third one. We, I don't think we have time for that. Yeah. Uh, however, he's going to be here after the meeting. Yeah, say the word. Okay. And uh, Eileen, your hand I saw. Okay. Please. <laughs> so is there, it's not an easy question, I guess, the difference between men, women, and families and how you help. We noticed a problem with getting help for women. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'd say our advocates are, are well known for treating it one life at a time. And I think that just trying to connect folks with, with the resources they have, it it's really comes down to each individual. It could be a spectrum. One person might just need a bus ticket and some cash to get back to Kansas to reconnect with their family while someone else might be chronically homeless or need behavioral mental health resources or additional help outside of our scope. So uh, that's a, I could try to answer that longer once we have the, the time done. Sir? Very good. Thank you. All right. Please.